Hey, welcome back to another episode of Talking Chaos. I am the Condor, of course, and with me, as always, is Warlock Fred. Say hello, Warlock Fred. Hey, guys. How's it going? Today's episode, uh, we're going to be talking about um, something a little un- unconventional, something dear to my heart, even though uh, apparently I'm not very good at it, according to some I've asked. Um, <laughs> this is sort of a lost art now that uh, things are changing for the better. And I am, of course, talking about street pharmacies, um, pharmacists, pharmacies, uh, basically drug dealers, right? That's the idea. That's what we're going to be discussing is the, the art of the drug deal and how many a drug deal could go wrong, have gone wrong, um, why we do drug deals, why they're a necessity in our lives. Um, <laughs> Warlock Fred, do you have anything to say about this off the top of your head? I mean, so the in my regards to, I'm pretty squeaky clean when it comes to actual street pharmacy. Mine is more of a third-party dealing, like I was the purchaser, then had someone else sell it off, essentially. But oh, you a, you knew a guy who knew a guy. <laughs> Right? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> I mean, you know, without, without saying it, I'm saying it, yeah. <laughs> but the, that is my, like, the significant extent of what I have as far as street pharmacy. I, yeah, I definitely, it, I attempted to try to have a sort of side hustle, um, even though I've always had problems with my front hustle, frankly. <laughs> Um, your main hustle yeah my main game uh or or my my job as white people (laughs) call it i guess um i'm only allowed to say that because i'm a bird uh a white fucking bird (laughs) touche uh i'm an albino condor um but no i've definitely been robbed i've been robbed professionally and I've been robbed uh, in the backyard of somebody's house. Uh, and, and really, that was like a snatch and grab. Like, so, to clarify, you've been robbed in the aspect of street pharmacy, not necessarily in the aspect of, hey, give me your money. Somebody just came up to you and robbed you. Um, what money was taken from me was not my money in the case that did happen. But... <laughs> under the street pharmacy like i was trying to uh help someone out under the street um, pharmacy umbrella for sure in the backyard of another friend's house and he like he was like hey can i get a look at that and just bolted just suddenly he's over a fence over another fence. i'm like i'm not dealing with this and i walked home which is funny because i rode a bike there <laughs> threw me off my game so hard that I like forgot that I had left a bike there. So not only did I lose out on a bag, I lost out on transportation also. So so you're telling me some like 16-year-old punk just jumped a fence and bolted on you? It would have been, yeah, something like that. Definitely <sighs> under 20. Yeah, and I would have been around 20, maybe 22 at the latest. But I wasn't like, I've never been athletic. I was in quiz bowl like uh, <laughs> if you want it just like take it man like obviously you need it it'll be all right <laughs> I, I, I mean clearly they need their money more than you need their money 
Well, and like I was such a little like I definitely went about this the like I'm gonna call it the the Corey Matthews style. <laughs> the Bore Meets World War style. Yeah, for sure. Cause what ended up happening is like how I obtained this product in the first place is I had a friend who like would come over and like we'd go bicycle riding together. He was an older guy. He kind of became a bit of a mentor. But he approached me one day and goes, uh, hey, um, you think you can get rid of a bunch of this? And I was like, what's a bunch? And he was like, like a quarter pound. Jesus. <laughs> and I'd never seen anything like that before in my life. I was like fresh, like very green. Uh, and that, that wasn't to make like a weed joke either. But I'm, um, but he just said like, yeah, go ahead and, and try to get rid of it. And like you owe me like. 600 bucks <laughs> and I was like all right so like when this when this happened when I got like snatch and grab I straight up approached this guy and was like hey this happened somebody just bolted with like I could have been a quarter could have been a half but I know it was one of the two and he hmm. was just like well uh do you still have enough that you can pay me and I was like yeah of course I just wanted to let you know what happened and he was like yep That'll happen. <laughs> so your dealer essentially fronted you product with the aspect of you would pay him back. I mean, he was more like a family friend and less like a dude in a leather jacket who approached me on the street <laughs> and said, hey, can you get rid of like a kilo? Well, now you're creating a scenario where just random strangers walk up to you and say, hey, can you get rid of this? Like... You have to establish trust before you and determine that you can actually like, <laughs> sell this for them. Yeah, no, I've never had any interaction in my life that was anything remotely close to the movie Blow, okay? <laughs> that's hey, just that's not stuff. how I roll. Um, We're not Breaking Bad? Yeah, and even Tuna, like the best friend of George in that movie. I'm not even <laughs> as cool as that guy. <laughs> All right? I don't know why there's so many animal references in this show. <laughs> but I was robbed at gunpoint also. Oh, um, I had been working at a dispensary, which first, I, I, should, I probably should tell the story about how I got this job because it's absurd. Um, I had walked into a dispensary. I had my medical card at the time. I said, yeah, can I get some of this, some of those? Can I get a couple of these treats? And by the way, are you guys hiring? And he was like, yeah. That's random. He just replied like, yeah, we are. And I was like, well, can I work here? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, did I just get a job working here? And he goes, yeah, come in at 10 a.m. tomorrow. Just like I'm saying it to you, man. <laughs> And so I flipped like, my wig. Like, I, I was as calm and collected as I was telling the story just now. But as soon as this dude said, come in tomorrow at 10 a.m., I was like, what? I got a job selling weed? <laughs> like, legit? Le legally selling Le weed? Legally selling weed, bro. <laughs> and when we got robbed at gunpoint, like, the cop was like, yep, bound to happen where you guys are working. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yep. Yeah, not even like oh that sucks, guys. Like a bound to happen. Yeah, yeah bro, we, we were in expecting this to happen. We were in a very um, oh, 
underappreciated neighborhood. We'll put it that way. <laughs> um, and we had also, the dispensary was right next to a biker bar. What are you trying to say? Are, are I mean, you saying that bikers it, are not upstand, or upstanding citizens? No, no. A part of me wishes, like, this hadn't happened in the middle of the fucking day. Because if it had <laughs> happened at night, the bikers would have made sure it didn't happen. But instead, <laughs> this dude walked in with a bandana and sunglasses on at 3 o'clock in the goddamn afternoon with a snub-nosed revolver and decided he was going to take all the smoke and hundreds of dollars with him. So, so you got robbed by Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, that's actually very accurate. <laughs> it's very, very accurate. And I'm just happy I didn't shit my pants. And the funny part, right, in the moment, I'm completely retarded, okay? I, that's not fair, because I'll bet you that, like, clinically retarded people were smarter than I was in the moment of what was happening. You had a mental lapse. I was brain dead with this gun in my face and for whatever reason my my only concern was getting pistol whipped i wasn't concerned about getting shot <laughs> i was like i don't want this dude to hit me in the head that would hurt <laughs> dude fucking blow me away but don't hit me yeah if, if i get shot i'm probably dead and that will hurt, but it, it won't after a while. <laughs> but if he hits me in the head, man, like that could be like permanent brain damage. Like I could be like messed up for the rest of my life. <laughs> so obviously I had been smoking a shitload of weed that day. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's, that's the only two times that I've been robbed. But I, incidentally, in all the times that I've like attempted to side hustle, I've never been arrested. Although, I have been arrested. I've alluded to this in previous episodes. And I know that this is... Fr this frankly, is I've been waiting for because I actually, on our, like, we talk on the regular outside of the podcast. And this is something I've been waiting for even outside of the podcast. So this is a story I want to fucking hear. <laughs> Fred's, like, sitting down on a rock with his staff next to him, like, rolling a cigarette. Like, you go on, bird. You tell this story. I've been waiting for this. <laughs> I got to get my pipe out for this one. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a pipe. Um. So, okay, how do I tell this story the best way? Okay. With words. Occasionally in <laughs> cities, in its daytime, and you want to smoke a jib or a J, a joint, for the rest of those who aren't following where I'm going with this, um, you find a cemetery. That's what I like to do. I know it seems strange, but frankly, it's really peaceful. Nobody fucking says shit in a cemetery. Because they're all fucking dead. Well. Unless you come up on some people that are like, you know, burying a loved one, in which case you're the shit bag. No, no. I genuinely stay away from people. I don't like, I'm not disruptive. I don't walk on graves. It's just one of those things where it's a genuinely peaceful environment and nobody bothers you. As opposed to like a city park where there's nobody else around you, 
nature walk shit like that you you decide hey let's go check out the dead people well we were in a car so we were going to stay in the car and drive around in the cemetery but immediately a cop pulls in behind us and knows what we're up to because who goes to a cemetery at two o'clock in the afternoon not very many people flowers goddamn not the way that we were behaving (laughs) so fair (laughs) this cop runs my information as well as everybody else's Now, I've got enough flour, grass, trees, smoke, weed on my person (laughs) to roll a joint. That's it. That's all I've got. It's like enough to roll a marijuana cigarette. And what I had on me, the way that I had it, was not illegal. We hadn't done anything that was breaking the law yet. Mm-hmm. my mere possession of it was not against the law. So he runs all of our information and he comes back and he says, uh, Mr. Barnes, I, I need to place you under arrest. Interesting. And I'm like, what? Why? I mean, legally. If, I squawked if I at him straight up. Like, I was like, what? Why? <laughs> so, we're going to go back about 10 months. I was driving my mom's car, and I got pulled over. Her tags were expired. I got a ticket. <laughs> ticket for the tags. Did you have a fucking warrant? I had a warrant out for my arrest. Good God. <laughs> my mom said she would pay the ticket, and, and my grandma died, her mom, and she completely, like, forgot about it. Until now. (laughs) So I call her from like the local station. Yeah, like the drunk tank. Which, by the way, like I hate that I was the sanest person in that room. Like nothing makes you feel better about who you are than spending 60 minutes in a drunk tank. (laughs) On a a a Tuesday. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, I'm not doing too bad. Pat myself on the back, walking out of there. So I call my mom, and I'm like, you need to come get me. And she's like, why are you calling me toll-free? I'm like, because I'm in jail. <laughs> and she goes, what? What happened? I said, you remember that ticket that I got last year? The no tags on your, your car? And she was like, oh, my God. It immediately hit her. She knew what happened. Completely her fault, right? It's not got anything to do with the fact that I was trying to smoke weed in a cemetery. It's all my mom's fault. <laughs> so she comes to get me, and there's four, four people total, including myself, in this jail cell. One dude is using the toilet paper roll, the extra one, as a pillow. I mean, you know, you got to be comfy. I've never seen that before in my life. I was like, straight up, not a bad idea. I got to look out. I'll be taking that from you later on. <laughs> Toil- toilet roll, good pillow. Don't move. <laughs> You've got <laughs> one position, and that's it. Um, the other dude was of my skin tone. And he was flipping out, scratching his arms, 
and it, they were all red from the scratching. Uh, and he was yeah. like, I got to get my medicine, man. I got to get my medicine. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> so I sat over by toilet paper roll pillow guy. <laughs> so, so you got yourself a tweaker and the yeah. guy who's, who's been in here once or twice and figured the shit out. Right, right. So there's sleeping guy, toilet paper roll. There's tweaker and there's one other dude. And that dude was like, hey, man, how's it going? Totally calm. <laughs> totally calm. He was like me. Like, I totally, I'm just here. He goes, what are you in for? And I was like, you're never going to believe this. And I tell him the story. And he goes, are you fucking joking? And I was like, no, man. My mom's is on, my, on her way right now. I should be here shortly. I should be gone. Um, what are you in here for? He was in there for child support. <laughs> It's like, okay, I can understand why this is completely jacked. And I'm only going to guess that the tweaker's in here for drug-related offenses. <laughs> but I'm afraid to ask for fear he's going to stretch. <laughs> <laughs> so the guy obviously understands that, like, I smoke weed, right? So I spent mm. the next 90 minutes telling this guy how to grow weed. <laughs> I took him to weed school. Like I came in and taught a marijuana seminar at the local drunk tank for 90 minutes on a Tuesday. <laughs> to one guy. <laughs> to one man who obviously who has child support issues. So he could afford to make extra money hustling. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Do it so I was, I was trying to yeah, I was trying to help him out. Like this is how you don't end up here again. <laughs> So, I did go to jail one other time. Oh Again, I was only there for 20 minutes. And I, this is the most, this is almost as absurd as the first time. But I had been driving on a suspended license. <laughs> How did you have a fucking suspended license? I had gotten a ticket that I did not pay. <laughs> So you had a warrant out for? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I just no. think it was suspended. Yeah, oh, I okay. had paid the ticket, but I didn't pay off the fines that came with the ticket, so my license got suspended. <laughs> <laughs> Never been good at paying shit. I'm like a terrible white person. And so, this is why we need people to support our Patreon, so yeah. you can pay your fucking ticket. Yeah, yeah that's like you can keep me out of jail. With one easy payment monthly. $9.99.95. Now, uh... <laughs> okay. Back to what I was saying. So I went to court. Okay? Because I got a ticket driving on a suspended license. That's a, that's a court summons. So I go to court. I'm in a suit. I got a tie on. I'm looking as fresh as I can, which I'll give it to you is like a four on a good day. But I'm, <laughs> I, I'm just saying, like, I, I put effort into this. Uh, granted, the suit that I was wearing was like three sizes too big, so it, I was just swimming in it. <laughs> I okay. looked like a nine-year-old on trial. <laughs> so the judge didn't take kindly to the fact that I was like very loosey-goosey about the suit and tie I was wearing. <laughs> and apparently got really upset when I didn't have any money to pay the fines that he was going to issue. So, like, they, they put me in jail. 
but like they took my shoes, they took my tie, and they took my belt. Okay? I just told you they were three sizes too big. So I literally had to hold my pants up <laughs> in the jail cell. <laughs> They're like khakis. And at this point, like, my dress shirt's pulled out, and I, like, threw my, like, blazer or whatever off on the bench, the only wooden piece of material that's in this jail cell. And I'm waiting for um, my public defender attorney to show up. <laughs> he shows up ten minutes later. We do the talking. We come, come to some sort of conclusion about how I can get out of here without having to pay too much money. Um, and like 15 minutes later, he came back and was like, all right, we'll get you out of here. And that was it. But like, I just can't illustrate to you how absurd it looked like a ex extra large shirt on <laughs> and the pants that like are dying to come down. I'm <laughs> fighting gravity the whole time. Luckily, I'm the only person in this jail cell because I obviously looked really sexy. Um, Absolutely. Right, right. I mean, you look. You, it sounds like you were primed for the picking. Yeah, no, I'd rather not. I appreciate the sentiment. Thank you. That's um, inappropriate. Um, Is it? Is yeah, it I don't. I'd re I'd appreciate it if we not insinuate butt stuff happened while I was in this uh, like eight by eight jail cell with these pants that kept trying to come off. Um, I mean, if you were only the only one in there, why didn't you just like fuck it and let him go and fucking walk around in your boxers? Well, because I've always been a bit of a tidy whitey's guy, frankly. Like it's, <laughs> yeah, it, it, I. How awkward oh. more would it have been dress shirt, tidy whiteys alone in the jail cell, pants around my ankles? Like that's, <laughs> I'm gonna be there overnight. I swear to, if I do that, they're not letting me out. Oh, absolutely. Yep. But yeah, those are the tales about how I ended up in the uh, ju justice system, even if it was for a very short-lived amount of time. And I do want to say that, like, there's probably a level of white privilege happening with how quickly I was got out of these places. Oh, ooh, ooh, didn't even get to the best part, right? Okay. Oh, God. So the first time I was arrested after I teach the guy how to grow weed, my mom shows up, right, to get me out. Mm-hmm. Now, I had been in possession, right, of a gram and a half or so of marijuana product, flour, green stuff, the whole <laughs> kukamanga, if you want to say, like, this was, the, this was the cream of the crop, and it was in a cellophane, right, very hood, okay? Mm -hmm. They put it in the safe with the other pills and medicine for people who were there. Yeah, it was like meds <laughs> for me. And when I left the jail... I got it back. They like had to give it to me in the cellophane. Like I got my wallet, my belt back, my shoes, and then my weed. And my mom was like, what the fuck? Like, did they just hand you your weed back? And I was like, well, technically this isn't my weed. But I said it was my weed so that they didn't go to jail. Because I, I was the only one that had my card at the time. And I was with two other people who didn't have their medical license. And uh, as we were leaving the jail, I was like, but it's my weed now, motherfucker. I went to jail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, that's just a surcharge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did the nice thing, and I kept them out. So this is my honest payment for a night's work. 
<laughs> yep. So I've been, I mean, I understand the police part of this. I'm, that's where I'm jumping in on this. Cause I mean, you know, we jump all over the fucking place mm-hmm. for me. I, I've had a few smatter or interactions with members of the law enforcement community, mostly with the speeding tickets and things like that. I tend my, my, my right foot's led. I, it goes the way it wants to. Um, but the one that really sticks out to me is, um, we actually had a, we were over, um, me, one of my exes and, um, another friend of ours, we were, um, over at a friend's house, hanging out, um, drinking and shit. Um, at the time I was like, I know I'm going to have to drive. So I'm only having like a beer. And so that's what we all say. Oh, no, I actually, I legitimate, like, granted i'm you know the drunk wizard i am now but yeah yeah <laughs> level 14 bitch <laughs> 15 motherfucker all right all right i forgot you leveled up last week go on but um so i at the time i wasn't a big drinker and so i was like you know what i'm just gonna have a beer i'm the one that's the dd so i'm dd <laughs> Which, again, for us at that time was, hey, you're having a beer. And a couple hours later, all right, we're driving home. And apparently, I was swerving just enough to warrant the key, the eagle eyes of some cop that um, he pulled me over. And so I have my, um, at the time, my girlfriend in the passenger seat and my friend right behind me. And he's like, I need everybody's IDs. All right, fucking get them all. And he's like, I'm under age, or technically no i had just turned 21 so i was just over 21 friend behind me is 21 girlfriend is not like is very much underage is she inebriated yes Ooh. <laughs> like a bottle of wine essentially a bottle of wine to herself and see <laughs> obviously inebriated not like subtly inebriated no no she i'll be i'll be fair she actually was holding it together pretty well she was a little giggly but like i mean you know and so um officer asked me like hey have you been drinking and i was like i mean honestly i had a beer like maybe four hours ago i'm just trying to get these two ladies home so that everybody gets a you know like we all get home safe type shit like i've like, because in my head, I'd already done the math of like, hey, if I have. A oh beer, yeah, you you your breathalyzer safe as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm under I'm under the limit, and so they weren't worried about me. They weren't worried about my friend in the back because obviously they're not. And so like, um, and I forget exactly what the question that was asked to the girlfriend at the time, but she said, "Yes, ma'am." The officer was male. Who, <laughs> never a good way to go. <laughs> And he goes, excuse, he goes, yes, ma'am. And she goes, I'm sorry, sir. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ, don't make me go to fucking jail and don't get a goddamn MIP. Yeah, why'd you have to make this a gender issue? <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I like to make fun of 21st century culture. <laughs> I know it's insensitive. I'm not trying to be insensitive. I'm sorry. Hey, Fred, <laughs> Warlock Fred, go on. <laughs> and so I, I, I've actually like jumped in i was like i'm sorry officer she's like i was like i did not provide but i know she's or i know she's been drinking a little bit tonight and i'm just trying to make sure she gets home safe and they're like and and the officer was very polite and was like all right well make sure everybody gets home safe and like let me go 
which was the only time I've been pulled over and let go. And I was so happy about it because I did not need a ticket at that time. I somehow have had the coolest interactions with law enforcement officials because, okay, both of these stories are going to paint me to be absurdly dumb. Well, I mean. (laughs) I know. I am a bird who's constantly lifted, all right? I'm, like, heavily lifted, heavily (laughs) lifted. Um, I was on the highway, headed home-ish, or to a relative's, Mm-hmm. And I had, I had $5 on me. That was it. It's all the money I had access to. And I was running out of gas. I could have made it had I not missed my exit. <laughs> I run out of gas with the car. On the off-ramp to the next exit. Okay. <laughs> I called non-emergency services and said I'm out of gas. I am very, very high. I was going to say, why didn't you call a tow truck? They could have come given you gas, charged you a little bit, and gone on your way. I have $5. Yeah, I have $5. I, mean, okay. I have enough to pay for gas. So this cop shows up, gives me a lift to the gas station, Gave me a gas can to use. I put $5 in. He put $5 in. Drove me back to my car. Quite a generous man. And I left. Or lady. It was a guy. And this was in the backwoods of the Midwest. (laughs) And I'm just like thinking to myself, if my skin were any darker, I would be screwed. And like I wouldn't have called this number for sure. So the other time, I was at uh, I was going to um, the DMV for us. You yeah. and I both understand what that is. Here, I'm trying not to be too relativistic, but the for the DMV. rest of the country, they know what the DMV is. Well, I mean, the DMV is the DMV anywhere, any place. Like, right, you, right. You, so you I'm going. Fucking, you get a number, you sit in a fucking place, and you wait for. Fucking- right. I was in hell. Okay, I went to hell for the day trying to renew my license or something. I go back out to my car after getting everything done, and my car's locked. I locked my keys in my car. (laughs) I locked my keys in my car at the DMV. (laughs) So I call, again, non-emergency local services and a a law enforcement official with uh, paraphernalia lying in my passenger seat. (laughs) <laughs> very open not disguised D- did you have your card on you no it had Ooh. it had expired and the whole car reeked but this officer helped me break into my own vehicle <laughs> yep I, mean, I called him he arrived and my there's bags under my eyes and I they're completely bloodshot because I can't go to the DMV sober like I'm gonna kill myself no offense and I know that sounds exaggerated. I'm sure it does. But for real, like, just watching the look on the other people's faces and the, the small talk and... The drudgery. Yeah, I can't do it. I, can't, I have to be totally lit. Because then I can just play on my phone and I'm like, what, it's been an hour and a half? Oh, cool. I'm, ne- I'm up next. <laughs> oh, it's my turn? That's right. my number? 
Yeah, I'm usually the guy that's like, wait, I was the guy two numbers ago. I'm sorry. Can I, can I still go up? <laughs> oh, <geez>. <laughs> <laughs> totally me. The, the um, guy that everybody fucking hates. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> so, uh, cop totally helped me break into my vehicle. Um, he pulls up, and I'm like, yeah, my keys are in my car, and I need to get into it. It's locked. I pull on the handle, and nothing, no alarm goes off or anything, because it's an old car. It's not new. Um, and he goes, is this your vehicle? I said, yeah, you can run the tags on it. It's mine. My name's going to come up, and I gave him my license. and uh, He made me sign a piece of paper that said that any permanent damage done to the vehicle in the process of breaking into it is on me. To this sense. day, my driver's side door leaks water. <laughs> it doesn't even have to be raining, bro. It just leaks water. I don't know where it's coming from. You run the windshield wipers, the, the washer fluid, whatever, and you get water in your fucking face. I don't even have to do that. It can be oh, a beautiful God. sunny day. Suddenly dripping occurs. I don't know what. I, I hope it's water. <laughs> Could be bird shit for all I know. Damn well, friends you, of mine. I know. You would know. I've yet to figure out exactly what has happened. But those are basically all of the, uh, well, most of the, uh, the, the run-ins that I've had with law enforcement. Um, this has been a very interesting episode of Talking Chaos. Uh, obviously, you might be able to tell that my life generally is chaos, as opposed <laughs> to the wizard who sort of has his shit together. Um, well, I mean, I, I have had a few, again, with the lead foot, I've been pulled over a few times by the by law enforcement. Oh, dude, um, I got I got so many points on my license for speeding. Let's not get into that. I, I don't. I'll say I I have one more that if if I have if we have the time. Oh um, yeah, I think we have the time. Why not? <laughs> so I I'm going through um the the state we're both from, like the Midwest, and I'm going on a section of highway that is normally like it it goes it pisses me off because it goes from seventy to 65 and then it's 65 for like a while and then it goes back to 70 and it's like but why so i'm doing 80 down this section mm -hmm. which I'm, is appropriate yep <laughs> <laughs> because clearly this is you know th that's actually what everybody else goes and um i i crest this hill i on the other side of this hill i see a cop coming the other way i just pulled off to the side of the road like i and he he immediately pulls around, does his Yui, comes up, pulls up behind me, and go and um, gets up to my window and goes, "You saw me coming, didn't you?" "Yes, sir." And that's why he pulled over. "Yes, sir." <laughs> and he goes, "All right, um, you were doing, or at the at the time I was doing, it, it was actually over eighty. It was, <laughs> <laughs> it was a little, it's a little north of eighty. Uh. <laughs> If I'm truly honest with myself, it was more like sugar coating your holy crap. <laughs> Eighty-seven is twenty-two which... miles per hour over. Which, by the way, in this in the region we're from, twenty over is considered reckless driving, and they will impound your vehicle and arrest you on the spot. Um, he's like he saw me immediately pull over. I knew that I was busted and everything, and so he wrote me. Like I appreciate this this gentleman so much, but he only wrote me for five over. <laughs> like the because the five over me. the national speed limit. <laughs> <laughs> he, 
No, no, no. no. He, 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 you were going. Um, you know, five over light speed. Jesus. No, no, no. Man. I, I gave him the like. You know how fast you're going? I was like roughly 82. Trying to you know play it smart. He's like, no, I caught you at 87. Fuck. <laughs> and he goes, but because you pulled over, I'm gonna give you. I'm, I'm gonna give you five over. Yeah, dude, you were three notches shy of 90. <laughs> hey, if the car the car I was driving at the time would the governor would kick in at 107. I'm just saying I wasn't trying to hit that point. <laughs> I feel but, like maybe <laughs> an episode very shortly we should ask Fred how he knows the governor kicked in at 107. <laughs> That's not even the fastest I've ever gone. <laughs> you got problems, man. <laughs> um, but anywho, the, the, the officer was nice enough to write me for only five over, which unfortunately in the county that I was in at the time happened to be a $115 ticket. Wow. Yes. So I, I'd like Cheaper I'd than want- having your vehicle impounded. Being cheaper than having my vehicle impounded and being arrested on the spot, but was still $115, which was kind of a... Uh, my wallet was raped. Ouch. Yeah. Hashtag feminism. <laughs> <laughs> Not okay. Not an okay yeah. use of that word. <laughs> I, was, I was about to say, hashtag me too. Ooh. Ooh. We pull no punches here. No one is safe. Um, we we are equal opportunity haters. That's that's the way that I will phrase it. Yeah, like I hate um, everyone equally. Yeah, yeah. Fairness to all who suck. <laughs> um, that's been this episode of Talking Chaos. It, it definitely was interesting. Uh, Fred, thanks for joining me again, as always. And uh, absolutely, I, I guess we'll see you guys soon. Thank you. This is Condor here. I just wanted to say thank you for listening to today's episode. And if you like what we do, head on over to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash talkingchaos.